Hello, Agents for Life. What's going on? Glad you're with me. Welcome to Podcast 102. This is the one right before Halloween, and here I sit, getting ready for a party, squeezing this podcast in before I head out, with a green face, waiting for my makeup to dry. Yes, my wife talked me in somehow to being Frankenstein, and I'm looking at the finger that I used to paint the green on my face and it didn't wash off so I'm a little nervous tonight when I get home from my party that I'm gonna have a green face for a little while so you know crazy things happen and uh, we just keep going right but anyways I just wanted to give you um, a little bit of recap on my week uh, a story from the field and then wrap up with a thought So it was a good week in production, not one of my best, but I did have one of my best days ever. I wrote most of my business on Monday, and that's how it goes. Sometimes you go all day and not write, and sometimes you go all day and it's like everybody's writing. So Monday was like that. Everything I sat on, I came out with uh, mostly two applications on most of my appointments, wrote a total of uh, seven on Monday, two other applications after that both virtual so two of my nine for the week were two were virtual i'm starting to do more of those and a total of about twelve thousand. One one of them was an annuity which i'm very excited about because that was my second one so i'm getting into the um, advanced market space and i'm still running in person for the most part but i am doing virtual so i'm kind of at that hybrid model we don't talk a lot about that in the virtual training i'm hoping that comes out by the way monday oh my gosh if you are listening to this and you are not on the call on Monday, you got to fake sick, use the bathroom, whatever you got to do if you're working, but Monday you got to be on the call. They are rolling out the biggest historical announcement ever from Equus, and it's this whole virtual training. It is a, a game changer. I've seen it. I've experienced a little bit of it, but they've been working on it for a long time, and those at the top are writing a week sitting at their desks all day long. And it's it's been crazy. So no more driving, no more uh, putting miles on your car, spending time in between appointments. Um, You're just right there at your desk and you've got all the tools. You can hop online. It's a lot faster than your phone. You've got access to your underwriting guides and books just sitting right there. It's a lot easier to run an appointment. It's a lot more convenient. But anyways, if you're not on the call Monday... I don't know. I don't know what to say. You've got to do whatever you can to be on the call. It's huge, this announcement and the uh, virtual training platform that's coming out that Equus has been working on for the last year. So be there. It is uh, going to be announced. So look for it. Um, It'll probably be in an email or somewhere, but it's coming to an office near you. Um, Anyways, I had a a policy this week. This is one one of my... Uh, virtual appointments that I wrote. It was a lady, and I'm going through, you know, asking the questions, filling out the underwriting form. She's very nice, super full of energy, very happy. It's it was uh, we had you know built a rapport really easily with her because she was just her personality. And those those appointments are always more fun because you can laugh about things and they're joking back and forth with you. They're not so serious. And she was telling me about the coverage that she has. She's got five policies so my first thought was well why does she need it why is she gonna buy a sixth policy are you kidding me what could i possibly offer they were all whole life and she's like 60 59 she's 59 she's approaching that age and so thinking to myself 
well, you know, five policies. Really, she's just going to look at a sixth one. And then, um, and then I find out that uh, my second thought behind that was this lady obviously loves life insurance. So why would she not buy another one? So be careful how your brain treats you because sometimes the first thought ain't so good. I could have easily talked myself out of it, ended the conversation, said, lady, you are well covered. But she wanted something that she didn't have. Okay, that's why she put the form in. So as you're going through, if you're seeing any kind of red flags about things or things that make you want to stop, don't. Continue to peel the onion. Find what's up under the surface. So I get to the health part. And first of all, my thought was, I'm going to see if I can get her a term policy. Because she's got all this coverage for the rest of her life, but she has a mortgage. And so I'm thinking, you know, at 59 or 60, a 10 or even a 15-year term would cover the bulk of the rest of the mortgage, right? Makes sense. So in my mind, I'm like, I think I've got the angle. And (laughs) she had cancer two years ago. She's got a heart murmur. She's got um, valvular, some kind of a a surgery that she had recently in her heart and blood pressure. um, Anyways, a few other medications. Oh, anxiety, depression. Anyway, so the list just keeps going. But the cancer two years ago, and she's still on medication for it today. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not selling her a guaranteed issue. I wouldn't even want to recommend that to her because she's already got five policies in place totaling 120000 I'm like, this is ridiculous. But the thought occurred to me, she's 59, she still qualifies for accidental death benefit. Well, it so turns out that accidental death benefit is traditional mortgage protection. So that's all I did. I simply shifted the conversation. I did not go into living benefits, thank goodness. I did not go into a term strategy. All I said to her was, well, from what I'm seeing, it looks like you'd qualify. Now, this is, are you familiar with traditional mortgage protection and how it works? Well, I think so. I said, yeah. So um, the banks used to offer it. Now they don't, but it covers any form of accident. And so it'll complement your current policies, yada, yada. And uh, and she, it's just what she was looking for. And so she she put in $200,000. It was 40 bucks through, and it got approved on the spot. So um, she was thrilled. And the lesson to me was reiterated again. Keep an open mind as to what the person is looking for. I could have gone off and thought, you know, well, she's not going to qualify for term for sure. She's not, I'm not going to recommend guaranteed issue. I can't do that in my right mind. And, uh, and just close that off. But don't underestimate or overlook i rather the uh, accidental death benefit plans because some people that's just that's traditional mortgage protection is like the way the way that i like to call it because that's what it was back in the day and uh and it's a simple you know if you find somebody that doesn't qualify for anything else you can just simply shift into that conversation and write a this little 40 dollar a month policy so um that was the story and lesson that i wanted to share but the thought this was something that i heard earlier this week and it's just been on my brain a lot and it has to do with windows and mirrors and it's a very interesting concept because the only way that you can see yourself is if you look into a reflection a mirror right it's the only way you can see yourself but you have to see yourself as a reflection of what's already there and so we go through our lives and the only way we see ourselves is reflecting back what's already there now think about what i just said How do you move forward into a new person, into you 2.0, when all you see 
is a reflection back of you 1.0 everywhere you see yourself. Now, how does somebody else see you? Somebody else sees you in real time. You can sit across the table from someone. They see you in a way you will never see yourself ever in life because you are you and you're inside of you. And they are outside of you across the table seeing you either through a window or without any uh, obstacle between you and just looking at you directly. That's how other people see you. So they see you in a little bit different way, right? Isn't that interesting? We see ourselves only with the aid of a mirror, with reflection. And somebody else doesn't need that. They can see us directly. And that's why sometimes we can get better feedback as to what we need to work on from somebody else rather than ourselves. But then there's a third angle, one that I haven't talked about yet. And that is the person that looks through not a mirror, not a window, but a supersonic x-ray MRI machine. And I don't know, maybe there's, maybe I messed up the name. I don't know what he looks through, but God doesn't see us on the surface. He doesn't look at a reflection of who we are. God looks at who we are capable of becoming. He looks at who we are becoming. He looks into our heart. He looks into our souls. He looks into our thoughts. He sees the stuff that matters. And we go through life looking at ourselves through reflections and looking at other people right, through windows or directly and just seeing what's on the surface. But if we can figure out how to align our vision, how we see ourselves and how we look at others the same way God sees us through his supersonic x-ray MRI machine, well, that's, that's when it gets cool. Um, align your vision with what God's vision is of you and forget about the rest. So what's life all about? Life is too short. It's a phrase we all throw around. It's almost a cliche because it's used so much, but life is too short to be doing something other than what you love, what your passion is, making a difference, helping people. If you're stuck in a job, why are you still there? What's keeping you from taking the jump? When I went back in time to my day when I was still at a job three, well, two and a half years ago now, the thing that kept me there was the paycheck, honestly. But what a short-sighted vision of my life. I came to the conclusion, the thought that, do I want to look back at my life and say, man, I'm sure glad I played it safe and didn't step out and do anything that took risks? Or am I going to be glad at least you know, I may have failed, but at least I took a risk. At least I didn't just sit comfortably inside the cave and wonder what I could have been, what I could have done. Had I aligned my vision with God's and forgotten about the way the world tells me to be, the way the world tells me to live, the way the world tells me to think, right? And just be me. You know, I heard it said that you can't be anything you want, but you can be everything you're supposed to be. And I think that's true too. God put us here with a reason, with a purpose, with a vision, with a genius, with talent, with skills. And are we living our best lives? That's a good question. And I think it goes back to how we see ourselves and how we see others versus how God sees us. Guys, we have unlimited potential, untapped, unlimited untapped potential. 
And the question isn't, are we, are we going to uh, maximize our potential? The, the question is, how much untapped potential are we going to leave behind when we go? Because we'll never reach our maximum potential. We're always learning. We're always growing. It's part of you know, eternal progression. But how far can we get down that road? And is what you're doing currently even moving you forward toward that vision? Like I said, life's too short. If you're stuck at a job you hate, working for a boss you don't like, behind a cubicle all day long, if you don't have freedom yet, even just heading towards the direction of freedom, what price are you giving up for that? What is your, what do we call it, like uh, carrot? What is your carrot? What did you sell out the life of freedom for in exchange for? There's a cost to everything. And I think we need to change how we see ourselves. I think we need to take a fresh perspective at our lives and look and see what are we doing and what kind of difference are we making and are we headed down the right road and are we seeing ourselves as God sees us? Because if we're not, you can change in an instant. You can start today. You can start right this moment. Before you even go to bed, from now on, I'm going to forget everybody else's vision of myself and I'm going to live into my vision of myself. And I'm not going to see myself through a mirror anymore because all that does is reflect what's on my skin. It shows my moles. It shows my freckles. It shows my receding hairline. It shows the extra weight I put on through COVID-19. It shows the, 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 the nose that I don't like. And it shows my big ears or whatever. Okay. Forget all that. God doesn't care about that. Neither should you. Who are you? Who are you becoming? Who are you stepping into? Where, what, where are you headed? And how are you getting there? Well, I can tell you one thing. You have tools to make all of that happen. Life insurance is the most amazing business model out there. And you're part of an amazing team. If you haven't noticed yet, you got people that will help you every step of the way. You have products that will allow you financial freedom. If you simply muster up the faith to step out into the unknown, maybe you have to invest in, in some leads. You have to do something that's going to make you uncomfortable. Yeah, everybody that made it big had to do that, didn't they? And if they didn't, no one's inspired by their story anyways. People that just got a huge fat inheritance for doing nothing, well, they don't learn from that. No one's inspired by it. I'm talking about the true leaders. They all worked for it. They all stepped out. They changed their vision of themselves. They stopped listening to the naysayers, to the friends, to the uh, uncles and cousins and people that just kept them in this small think tank environment. And they said, no, I'm here for a purpose. I'm here for a reason. God put me here because I'm, I'm meant to be somebody. I'm meant to do something. I'm his literal offspring. Why would I play small? Life's too short. Let's get after it. Go out and make this week matter. Go do something different. Do something you've never done. Before. Do something that scares you. Step out of your comfort zone. If it's not insurance related, okay, that's fine. I can help you if it's life insurance. And I will help you if you just let me. But maybe, maybe it's just at your job. Break the pattern. Break the routine of a mundane life. Step out of the box. Do something amazing. Smile more. Compliment others more. 
Lift other people's spirits more. Lovability isn't your uh, other people's ability to be loved. Lovability is your ability to love others. Go love them. Go step out and live into your true life. See yourself the way God sees you and start acting that way. And if it has to do with going out and protecting families, let's get after it. Who cares if someone yells at you on the phone? Who cares if you go to an appointment and you you totally flop? Who cares if you run 10 appointments and you haven't written a single policy? You're out there trying. You're doing stuff. And guess what? One day, in the end, when you look back at your life, instead of saying, I wish I had, you're going to say, I'm glad I at least tried. And maybe I failed a little, but at least I tried. And I've got no regrets. That's how we should live our lives. So anyways, that's my thought for the day. Thank you for listening. I'm going to step down from my soapbox now. Um, Appreciate you all. I love all of you. We're so glad that we're in business together. And uh, as you know, I'm here for you every step of the way, whatever you need. Call me. Set up a time. We'll help you. Step out. We'll help you use life insurance as a vehicle to get you to your financial dreams. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you need to be first in line in my calendar and we should be talking like all the time. Anyways, love you. Have an awesome week. I'll talk to you next week.